Have you heard me or other intuitive eating counselors talk about logging foods in order to observe your experience with food, but you either have no idea how to do this, or maybe you're feeling scared about doing it because you're worried it'll activate your diet brain. Either way, this episode is for you. Welcome to the Love Your Food, Love Yourself, Love Your Life podcast. I am Tammy, your fun-loving and often quirky host. I have been a dietitian for close to 20 years where I've helped countless women transform not only their relationship with food, but more importantly themselves. I believe to my core that as you start peeling back the layers to loving your food and yourself, you end up loving your life like never before. And now is the time, my friend. It is time to break up with diet culture, shift your current stories, rev up your internal wisdom and recognize that every body, regardless of size, not only deserves dignity and respect, but can be healthy because your habits and how you love on yourself is truly what matters. In this podcast, we have real conversations about struggles, insecurities, and false beliefs with loving ourselves and each other through the lens of curiosity, anti-judgment, intuitive eating, spirituality, journaling, and a heaping dose of laughter, maybe some tears, but always a whole lot of realness. Hey friends, how are you doing today? I am really excited to come in and talk with you today on this topic, and this is going to be a short, but hopefully sweet podcast episode for you. Today, I am going to be talking about how to log foods or track foods or whatever it is you want to call it without necessarily falling into food obsession and making yourself completely crazy over it. Here's the thing. I know you have likely logged foods till your eyes bleed, right? or till your fingers are breaking down, your nails are chipping, you've been sitting there either in a journal, and now we have so much access on our phone to do that. I was once there on logging my foods on Fitness Pal, tracking every morsel of food without the scale budging. And I hear this time and time again, with the clients that I work with and I really truly just have the fortune of coaching and, and guiding, they, they will tell me things such as I want nothing to do with tracking food or it makes me absolutely crazy and it just activates my diet brain. And some clients will even say, why do you even include information on this? Isn't this all just diet culture? (laughs) And so here's the thing. I totally get it. You finally threw in the towel and said, heck with all this tracking and caring about the foods and and all the things. I 100% felt that way too when I started experiencing some GI, aka gastrointestinal symptoms And my doctors wanted me to keep a food log in order to track my food and my symptoms. But my brain would immediately start judging the food 
And unfortunately, but I know this is a lot of you as well, is I would immediately start going, okay, well, this is probably this many calories and this many calories and it has this and it has that, you know, immediately my brain starts adding all of these things up. So again, I, I totally get it. I would start judging the food and then you know how it is when you have something you're, you know, quote unquote, not supposed to have. If you write it down, it's almost like a confessional, right? That you have no desire to admit to and you almost want to just erase it from your memory. So you don't want to log it in your apps. You don't want to write it down anywhere to show anybody. You just want to pretend it didn't happen, right? Because there's so many layers of guilt and shame really attached to those foods, which we can't unpack all of that in this episode. That's that's 100% what we do in coaching. But I just want to say, I've been there and I get it. And I work with my clients on this all the time. Okay. So all of this to say is that by no means do you have to log your foods in order to be a successful intuitive eater. But here's the thing. I strongly believe that coming to a place of being able to write about your foods and how you think about foods, how you feel about foods, and your food experience is part of the healing journey. However, there's no rush to get there, okay? So you do get to take this at your pace. And today, we're going to be talking about a few ways to do this without making yourself completely crazy. And again, going at a pace that feels really good for you. I always find that each person is a bit different in what works for them when it comes to logging or tracking their foods. So sit back, relax, and you get to decide what parts of this information are going to work for you, right? And that is 100% something that I want you to keep in your mind this whole time as you're listening to this podcast episode. So let's get started on how to do this. First and foremost, set an intention with why or how you are going to be logging foods. Are you doing it to cultivate awareness around your habits to observe your hunger, fullness, and satisfaction, or maybe to notice patterns of emotional eating. Whichever it is, there's not a right or a wrong way, but really do take a few minutes to reflect upon what is my intention and what do I want to get out of my experience of food logging? Because if what you have been getting out of food logging in the past is craziness and unhappiness. I'm guessing that is not what you want. That's part of why you're listening to this. So decide what it is that you want. Do you want awareness? Do you want clarity? Do you want to be able to be in a do you want to be able to be in an observatory state? Whatever it is, you decide really what your intention is with journaling or what you would maybe like to learn. I am a huge proponent in thinking that 
food can be our teacher and how we practice food and what we're choosing and really all of the other elements within our food experiences can highlight to us other elements within our life and what else may be going on. So for example, (laughs) if with your food, you're oftentimes feeling really rushed and just out of control with food, more often than not, you likely are probably feeling really out of control with other elements within your life. So this could be basically a method for cultivating some, you know, really deep reflection or awareness. And if that sounds intriguing to you and something you have never done, you can set that intention. But irregardless of what it is, just decide what would be helpful for you to notice around your food and your food experiences. And I want to mention that your intuitive life journal which is now available for pre-purchase, by the way, holds the intention to allow you to do all of this while helping you release food from being responsible for everything. Not only do you get space to track your food, definitely without any amounts of food, okay, But you also do have ample space to track your hunger, your fullness, your satisfaction, your mood, your environment, social notes. And then alongside that, you also have space for planning and keeping track of your daily intentions and habits. And so you can really look at many aspects. You can look at all of them or you can just pick and choose, kind of like a a buffet, you'd say. And here's the thing, you don't necessarily have to choose your intuitive life journal, but I have laid it all out for you, already set up where you can look at all of these other elements to really help support whatever intention it is that you have going into journaling or food tracking or food logging or whatever it is that you want to call it. Okay. So the next step on how to log foods without making yourself crazy, just in case you missed it, I kind of mentioned it, but I want to really highlight it here is do not track the amounts of food in any way, shape or form. So not even saying a handful or I don't know, just basically nothing. If you ate blueberries, you can write blueberries. Okay. If you ate cake, you ate cake, right? Just write it down. You don't need to write the amount. You can just write what what food it was and maybe what you comboed it with. And again, writing down other aspects in terms of environment and social stressors or lack of social stressors or anything like that can be super helpful. But first and foremost, do not track any of the amounts. And every time that you're writing down a food, and your mind goes to thinking about how many calories or points or whatever your mind may go to, move your attention to the other numbers that you can track. Intentionally focus on your hunger, focus on your satisfaction, focus on your experience even, and just keep moving your attention to those other things 
over and over and over and over again if needed. Because if you are somebody who has been tracking foods or logging foods for years, (laughs) right, your brain very well may instantly go into tabulation mode, right, is kind of what I call it, tabulating everything up or adding everything up. And so you will need to intentionally keep moving your attention to those, those other things, okay? And then once you complete this for a few days where you're logging your foods and you're logging many other elements around your eating experience, then what I want you to do is I want you to take a moment to really step back and look at all of the things together, okay? So you're going to look at the foods that you ate, how you felt, what your hunger was, what your fullness was, your satisfaction, your environment, alongside what it is maybe that you had to do that day, and just anything else that might be going on. And through this, I want you to observe any patterns that stand out to you, such as, hmm, okay, Meals are generally less satisfying when I am in XYZ environment. Or this is interesting. The the more that I have on my task list, the more my hunger and fullness really fluctuate. So when you move beyond just logging the foods, right, for the amounts and, and all of that, and you move into the full expansion of observing the nourishment experience as a whole, you will begin to shift from feeling crazy about food and logging and all of the things to just completely curious and open to what else it is that you might learn. And last but not least, in terms of how to log foods without making you feel crazy is I would strongly recommend having your intuitive life journal. This way you can have resources at your fingertips, such as the hunger and fullness scale, which was adapted from the intuitive eating workbook and originally published by other authors for intuitive eating But then you also have access to the emotional vibrational scale, tips for setting up morning and evening routines to really aid you in feeling more calm at nourishments. And all of this comes (laughs) along with an overview of my signature recipe called the EAT method. It's E-A-T method. This method will really help you step by step on how to become empowered and attuned to listening to that inner wisdom and trust. This recipe includes details on how to use awareness of your emotions, compassion in your eating experiences, and how to reflect to really reprogram the subconscious or the unconscious mind. And this is all vital because what is happening when you log your foods currently is that your habit brain 
immediately relates logging foods to must restrict, must cut out certain foods. These foods are deemed good. These foods are deemed bad, right? (laughs) So your brain starts immediately pushing out all of this anxiety and worry about slipping back into unhealthy behaviors and also even noting that what normally happens after getting into this food logging regimen is that unhappiness comes afterwards. And so the brain is very smart and it remembers all of these patterns and things. And so it can very well be jumping you into your pattern. So it's really important to have this other information alongside also logging these foods and to really be shifting at changing these patterns of thinking and changing these patterns of the subconscious brain. And what's also helpful is to have a really deep understanding about your emotions because your emotions are going to run wild every single day. You always have emotions every day. There's not going to be a day that you go without emotions. And so your intuitive life journal provides guidance on really how to become someone who can confidently food journal and have tools for easing those emotions, such as using the 478 breathing method, which I believe has been mentioned on this podcast before. And after this recording, I can go back and I can look to see, and maybe we can log that in the show notes. But again, your intuitive life journal has these reminders in it. So basically you have all of this packaged up into one little nugget (laughs) for you to utilize. And if you ever have a day where you're like, you know what? I don't really want to log my foods. I just want to log everything else. Guess what? That's fine because it's going to be your journal. There is not a right way or a wrong way to do this. And here's the reality though. You don't actually need to get your intuitive life journal. You can do all of this on a random notebook or pieces of paper. I just find that if you're anything like me, having something where it's all put together and kind of packaged up and it'll almost serve as a visual reminder to do the things. So no pressure there either way. And to wrap up a little bit here, if you're at all still feeling nervous about food logging or tracking or whatever it is you want to call it, you have two choices. You can choose to not do it right now. Absolutely fine. And focus on many other aspects or items contributing to your eating experiences. So focusing not at all about your food, or you can take it slow, be really intentional, and take some deep, loving breaths before starting in on your food logging or tracking. So with that in mind, what do you think you'll do now? You know, what feels comfortable for you? We are getting ready to wrap up this episode and I know how podcasts work. And as soon as this one ends, it's going to automatically go to another one. But I really want to encourage you to just take a minute, hit the pause button and say, what is going to be most helpful for me right now? What is it that I want to give a try? And here's the thing. 
irregardless of what you decide today, you can decide something else tomorrow, right? If whatever you try today doesn't work for you in that moment, do something different. So whatever decision you make is not a forever decision. Just decide what's going to work best for you. Play around with things. See how it goes. See what works for you. See what doesn't work for you. And ultimately, here is your transformational takeaway. Food logging or tracking is possible as you become a liberated intuitive eater. However, explore this option from a place of curiosity, not from musts or shoulds. And when logging foods or if logging foods do not include the amounts, but rather include types of foods, hunger, fullness, satisfaction, environment, social aspects, and keep notes on your tasks for the day. And most importantly, be clear on your intentions for food logging. This will drastically change your experience and your outcome. All right, my friends, much love and happy logging. Thank you so much for taking precious time out of your day to connect here. You listened because there is some part of you that is interested in learning to love your food, love yourself, and love your life. But if you're like most women, you have already been down this road before, wishing, hoping, and wanting for something to finally actually work, but things don't change. That being said, if you're committed to creating long-term change, then whatever you do, consider joining our brand new Uplift community. It's a private and safe Facebook community where you're supported by peers and two professional dietitians and intuitive eating counselors. Again, thank you so much for being here. Much love.